Oh, here we go. OnlyFans ban canceled. Jacob Wall busted. Jacob Wall ban? Oh, no. It says Jacob Wall owes $5 million. The Jacob <laughs> Wall $5 million fine is the biggest fine in the history of the uh, FCC. Was it FCC or SEC? I don't care. It's There's the stocks. Was it stocks or was it... Like, it was robocalling. He was like... Oh, it is FCC. What the fuck? Yeah, it was robocalling. He was doing a... Uh, I don't know. He was calling John Ossoff a moon man or something. <laughs> <laughs> Illegally. It's uh, it's crazy because he's been in trouble with the SEC and now the FCC as well. I hope Clint Eastwood's brain continues to degrade in the precise way and speed it is right now. Oh, it so in like a movie. year or two, we'll get a Richard Jewell-style movie about Jacob Wall. <laughs> he has a new movie coming out. I literally just saw the, I literally just saw the uh, ad on fucking TV yesterday. It's about he has a son who's half Mexican, and he has to go into Mexico. To, I don't know, redeem himself or something. <laughs> what, like, look out natives type stuff? <laughs> it's, it's like taken. The, yeah, I, I I don't know. It seemed like the... He's, he was a big Trump guy, right? I think I think it's about Biden's America. He has to go into Mexico. The best uh, Clint Eastwood movie is, of course, uh, Chris Kyle puff piece, American Sniper, which uh, removes <laughs> all of Chris Kyle's words about, I, I don't kill men who hold Korans. I just wish I could. <laughs> and shit like that, and where to make him a conflicted man. <laughs> MLK's I Have a Dream speech is currently being celebrated with an interactive online museum in Fortnite. <laughs> oh, I saw that, actually. That's really cool. You can do, like, emotes and be Rick Sanchez at the MLK speech. <laughs> uh, Just a bunch of, like, wannabe, edgy eight-year-olds trying to, like, trying out for the CIA by practicing shooting at Martin Luther King. <laughs> oh, my the God. Speech. How to sell the vaccine to the unvaccinated, according to six advertising executives who are pros at persuasion. <laughs> oh, wait, I think I saw this. The ad industry succeeds every day at selling beer and pickup trucks across <laughs> the political divide. <laughs> Could that same magic make everyone want a vaccine? <laughs> Here are experts' suggestions on viewing the vaccine as a complicated marketing problem. <laughs> <laughs> From Ad Insider. <laughs> they just need to make some good commercials. <laughs> well, you just need to... Uh, approach uh, speaking to your uh, unvaccinated friends and family like uh, <laughs> you're selling them a product. Oh, you know what? I did see this. <laughs> there's, there's a quote from Jim Lasser, executive creative director at Lighting Orchard. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about arms and injections in your arms and Second Amendment arms being a really important freedom of <laughs> in some of these states. What if you had Sean Hannity with a bare arm saying, it's right to bear arms. Kill COVID. <laughs> <laughs> really fucking clever. Uh, I think that would really. I think that would sell the vaccine. Th I mean, they're 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 pulling out everyone. <laughs> All the experts are coming out. Mm hmm. Pulling out the experts like they're pulling out of Afghanistan. Oh yeah. Swish. Did you see this? There's like a. Somebody <laughs> made like a a lifelike Joker baby model. Why? It's the Joker, but he's just a baby. But he's a baby, so <laughs> yeah. he's like small. Is it? Is it? <laughs> I bet it. they just didn't have a, enough money for materials. Yeah, to make I guess an adult so. Size Joker, so they made a baby Joker. They made a like, check it out. It's a life-size baby Joker. <laughs> I guess there's those people who make like wolf baby dolls or whatever. So then maybe they just make Joker baby dolls now. <laughs> Travis County judge apologizes for saying Governor Greg Abbott hates trees because one fell on him. <laughs> this is a, a little old. But yeah, I didn't know that Greg Abbott was paralyzed by a tree falling on him on what? a jog. Yeah. Paralyzed? And yeah, yeah. I, th I thought he was in a wheelchair just because he was like older. He's something. in a wheelchair? Greg Abbott's in a wheelchair, yeah. I, don't, I guess I don't know who this in is. in a wheelchair <laughs> since 1984 because he was on a jog. He was like 27 and a tree yeah. fell on him. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the governor of Texas. He was one of the ones they were saying could be president. It's like, yeah. I, I don't think so, buddy. I did not know he was that old. I th no. I think when I I read that out loud, just when I read it for the first time, I was like, "What the fuck?" Joey said he was smote. <laughs> <laughs> this tree got me planted like I'm Greg Abbott. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. How about that? <laughs> 
Oh, they're gonna parole Sirhan Sirhan the uh, Ooh, the name Patsy so nice. in the assassination of Robert F. Kennedy. Say I twice. just heard about Wait, that. What? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Respect. Well, Gavin Newsom's probably going to very publicly, like, personally shoot him to improve his uh, favorability <laughs> rating ahead of this recall. Right. Good. He's been locked away for too long. <laughs> Didn't this, fucking do it. This recall is so funny. Just like the way the California Constitution is designed, they're able to pitch this recall with like two million votes or something. Mm-hmm. And California is now a state of seventy million people, so it's so <laughs> easy to get two million Damn. wackos to sign up. I didn't then know they that. Throw the special election during an off time when it's hard for people yeah. to vote. That's how Schwarzenegger was governor. And now that's how they're trying to do it again with fucking Larry Elder. Uh, Larry Elder? Larry Elderflower. fucking... The, <laughs> what? He's like a local Rush Limbaugh for the Desert Hicks of California. All the people who made Queens of the Stone oh Age God. possible You're are going to come out in mass me. to get this guy elected. Oh my God, dude. Larry Elders of Zion? <laughs> there we go. That's pretty good, honestly. Uh, I like that. I like that a lot. If you don't want him to get ele- elected in California. I don't know. I was, I, I was like Googling him to make sure he wasn't Jewish before I said that, <laughs> but I just it didn't load in time, so I just went for it. But, yeah. uh, Looks like we're in the not, clear. I'm we're vindicated. in the clear. Nice. Uh, maybe he'll get it, <laughs> and uh, maybe weed will become illegal in California. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. Donald Trump Jr. tweeted a picture of Biden, like, looking down, and he's clearly bald as shit, and he says, this is what weakness looks like. (laughs) Uh, Biden, it's interesting, because he went bald once in the 90s and got his hair put back in, and his, like, head reshaping almost, it (laughs) seems. But, I mean, maybe that just happens when you age. He probably had the same horrific surgery that Donald Trump did. Like, they're about Uh, the same age, and and they probably started going bald around the same time. right. Mm -hmm. When did it, Joe Biden get hair plugs, though? I feel like it was later than it's Trump like, got, like, his... What was it? He got, like, a circle taken out of his skull. Supposed to get back together uh, with a vice or something. Yeah. Well, there's pictures <laughs> There's pictures of Joe Biden, like, slandering Anita Hill, uh, bald mm-hmm. as shit. Mm-hmm. And then there's pictures of him afterwards with hair. Mm-hmm. I think he tried running for president right after, so he, like... Got his brand new Joe Biden teeth and got his brand new Joe Biden hair and he stole his brand new Joe Biden speech That's awesome. from that fucking guy named Neil who Margaret Thatcher beat by 500 points in England, the most racist country in the world. Yeah. Uh, the guy who Margaret Thatcher threw in the London dungeon. <laughs> and honestly, it's probably too dangerous to reinstall his hair plugs at this point. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say too Danish for some reason when I... <laughs> too European. Like, too, Dan- too European for Joe. Actually, I guess why we're, while we're on the wretched subcontinent, we should talk about they finally removed the uh, cladding outside the Grenfell Towers in England. They were the... Uh, the ones that burned down? Yeah, the tenement oh. housing that caught fire and burned down five years ago. And specifically like because there was no... Uh, there was no way to get into the tower because it looked like shit on the outside because they want to always make, you know, Section 8 or government housing look like shit. Mm-hmm. But it was near fancy housing, so they put, like, right. f- a fancy facade on the Jesus outside. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, that, like, trapped them inside. It's like the modern-day, uh... The triangle shirtwaist Yes, factory. triangle shirtwaist. Jesus Thank you. fucking yeah. Christ. Uh, Five years later, they're finally, like, building back better. We did it, Mr. Boris. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, they, are desperate for a, they are desperate for a win over there after Biden announced yep. that uh, the colonial relationship would get a little bit worse yep. for them. This is Biden's Britain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Calling London, New Delaware, Mac. <laughs> New Delaware, let's go. Yeah. Uh, New Delaware is probably in Afghanistan, yeah, all though. All of England's just renamed after Delaware shit. <laughs> Rehoboth <laughs> Beach yeah. is Wales. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Wales gets independence. Biden's ma- Bi- Biden's. Biden makes sure of that. Uh, maybe Brighton or whatever <laughs> shitty gray beach town they have can be uh, Rehoboth. Wales isn't made independent. It gets transferred to Ireland like a colony. <laughs> yes, it's yeah. Ireland's exclave. Ireland becomes like a Puerto Rico status uh, state. Potentially, Ireland's Ireland's on the colonial come up. I think maybe. I hope not. Colonial come up. No one should be on. Let's let's have a colonial come down, folks. <laughs> <laughs> the cotton tote bag crisis. 
Cotton is so water-intensive, said an environmental science professor. <laughs> it's also associated with forced labor, thanks to yeah. revelations about the yeah. treatment of Uyghurs in Xinjiang, that. China, which produces 20% of the world's cotton and supplies most of Western fashion Let's brands. talk about 100% of license plates in the United States. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, it's just like uh, they have to freak everybody out on every level. It's like, you know how you thought you were saving the world by bringing your own bags to the <laughs> store? You're actually exploiting You're actually the Uyghurs. Doing You're, you were being a Chinese communist by bringing <laughs> yeah. your own bags to the grocery store. You saw the uh, Supreme Court just ended Biden's eviction moratorium? Yeah, I did see that. Six to three. Yeah, you know, always wonderful, wonderful how that's built into the system now. Mm-hmm. But the argument they used is so funny. I'm going to read from it. Uh, this is the argument against. Could the CDC, for example, mandate free grocery delivery to the homes of the sick or vulnerable? Require manufacturers to provide free computers to enable people to work from home? Order telecommunications companies to provide free high-speed internet service to facilitate remote work. Could they? I think they could. It's, an, it's insane they? that anyone could get anything for free under any circumstance. Mm-hmm. Here's a list of things that they could do. E-gad, so yeah. we can't do it anymore. Exactly. It's literally like the Lionel Hutz, a world without lawyers <laughs> thing. <laughs> <laughs> These fucking people. Yeah. Oh, my God. It'd be cool if the CDC was just like, actually, we're doing socialism now. That w- yeah, Anthony. Uh, yeah, Fauci-ism. I'm thinking it's time for some socialism. <laughs> I'm a Marxist-Leninist Fauciist. Former Patriots quarterback Scott Zolock says he believes the rap that rap music is hurting Cam Newton's game. I saw that. <laughs> I fucking you need saw some fortunate that. son, brother. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Urban style, like Tim uh, McGraw. <laughs> oh my God. So you remember 2011 when Mumford and Sons and, like, the Lumineers and all that, like, stomp, clap, hey, modest <laughs> mouse. Yeah. Like, all that shit was, yeah. like, yeah. overwhelming the entire world for some reason. And was awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, such great. I love it. Yeah, all Danny's favorite music all my to favorite this day. Bands. You just named all my He's favorite bands. He's wearing a straw hat right now. <laughs> and I have khakis. suspenders on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, like, striped <laughs> pants. Like, striped, like, railroad <laughs> pants. Yep. That coincided with iHeartMedia, which owns half of the radio stations in the country, being bought out by Bain Capital. (laughs) 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 So people say Mitt Romney lost the 2012 election, but the cultural war of making everyone listen to the stomp clap, don't get the vaccine music, (laughs) (laughs) was fully (laughs) waged and won. It lasted out. What's it? Oh yeah, iHeartRadio. Uh, also, they had to do a rebrand because they used to be Clear Channel, but everyone fucking hated Clear Channel so much that they rebranded the as uh, Clear Channel. iHeart. It was the, the company that owned half of the radio stations. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's the same company as iHeart, but they had they rebranded as iHeartRadio because everyone was like furious at Clear Channel. Wow. And then, in an effort to become worse, they sold themselves to Bain Capital. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, As we intend to do. New Eric Clapton single out today called This Has Gotta Stop. (laughs) 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 Awesome. (laughs) Fucking sick. (laughs) Hey, yo, I learned a little tidbit about Eric Clapton recently. In, like, the 70s, he released an album cover with just a naked 11-year-old girl on it. Really? Yes. Yep, that's Eric Clapton for you. That's Eric Clapton for you. This has got to stop parentheses age of consent laws. (laughs) Uh, Parentheses Jamaicans in England. I can't wait for the rest of this fucking album to drop. Like, my kids don't call, don't get the vaccine, it's Sharia law. Uh, (laughs) All that shit, it'll be Barack Hussein. Don't you know that my kids don't call? (laughs) The vaccine, it's Sharia law. (laughs) Perfect, perfect. Uh, You saw earlier that uh, at the Don thing that happened the other day Kanye what? had uh, Marilyn Manson and DaBaby standing <laughs> with him <laughs> guardians over the his most cancelled people in the country yeah exactly he should just he should have just made this album with Eric Clapton Van Morrison uh, the guy from Trapped yeah <laughs> Like I hope whoever. Kanye has an anti-vax song on this album. That'd be Bro. fucking sick. Don't trust doctors. <laughs> Don't trust doctors. <laughs> I love that fucking tweet. Yeah, the best. How about all these people taking fucking <laughs> horse dewormer? 
That shit rules. It's so well, cool. I seen all these uh, Facebook posts of people like, oh yeah, I d- you know, I've been taking this dewormer. Turns out I really did have worms. I'm shitting out these huge worms. Turns out that's just their, you know, intestinal lining. <laughs> that's what's and another guy was like, yeah, I just started ivermectin. Uh, anybody know when I should get my sight back? <laughs> people are going blind like they're drinking bad moonshine. <laughs> and shitting out their intestines. Oh my yeah, God. yeah, yeah. Also, six dad out of Texas uh, <laughs> calls to the, uh, you know, poison control have upped five hundred and fifty percent in Texas because of ivermectin. Oh my god! <laughs> so there's been a huge run on it, and no one knows where to get it. Everyone needs to know where to Tractor get the horse paste and to shit out their ass, literally. <laughs> uh, so a lot of people have been turning to this website, which is like Americans Beyond the Border or something, okay. which started to like get expats drugs in other countries as opposed to relying on you know whatever voodoo medical system America's propped up there. <laughs> and now they have like a okay. whole system for uh, getting COVID treatments shipped internally throughout the United States. Costs like nine hundred dollars. You fill out like a questionnaire. It's like which would you prefer, hydrochloroxyquine or ivermectin? Like you get to choose your fake medicine. It's really cool. Uh, Apparently, ivermectin's also used in like uh, third world countries just to like fight some of the side effects of the of the virus. It's like I don't know some of what they're able to do because we don't let them buy vaccines. Right. Or we just stick them with the bad ones. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what it'll be after ivermectin. I guess I didn't know about either of these <laughs> things beforehand, so... Uh, it'll be something funny. <laughs> it's, c- continuously, it's something funny. <laughs> it'll be listening to Boomer Death Squad. They'll get so furious, they'll sweat it out. Synthol. <laughs> you have to make your lungs yeah. physically larger It's not the, even their muscles You just see their organs bulging out through their ribs It's the silica gel packets that come when you get a new pair right. of shoes Exactly, you have, you have to, to that smoke them and, and everyone starts looking like Junji Ito <laughs> no, you, you put it under your tongue like LSD and let it dissolve I'm calling it right now it's going to be Tide Pods. The whole thing is going to come full circle, and now the conservatives are going to be the ones eating Tide Pods. Guess what, what? You eat millennials? Tide- it's Tide Pod flavored coffee. <laughs> Whoa! What if we made a pizza that looked like Tide Pods? <laughs> it's Tide Pods. I. It's, speaking of challenges, I want to do the fucking crate challenge so I bad. <laughs> I, 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 I think I can actually complete it. Uh, I'm very nimble. Uh, if anyone knows where we can get milk crates. What happened what? to Megan McCain after she quit The View and discussed oh, or something gay? She went continue to be a multimillionaire. That's true. She has all that, like, uh, Clinton credit ring money. <laughs> I guess. I have no idea. <laughs> or no, the Keating Five? Yeah, the Keating, Keating five. five. I I was trying to... John McCain did some kind of specific crime. Right, yeah. Made some money. Probably did a couple specific crimes. Did you see Kamala Harris go and uh, put a a wreath or flowers or something on John McCain? It's like a monument to when uh, the North Vietnamese captured John John McCain McCain in Vietnam. And she went and laid flowers and was like, he was such a hero. (laughs) It's so funny. And they're just like, yeah, yeah. we shot this bitch above our light bulb factory. And then the monument is like a statue of John McCain getting tortured. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, like, it's hysterical, actually. It's a downed plane, and he's just like on his knees with his hands up. <laughs> uh, this is the latest in Joe Biden's uh, Irish trickery, though. <laughs> he just like sends Kamala Harris to this idol to John McCain, just yeah. like, take a good look, honey. Mm-hmm. This is all you're going to get. <laughs> Put some roses on his grave, Mac. They'll think she did it. <laughs> uh, it's so fucking funny. Uh, speaking of Joe Biden, I saw this uh, on just it, on the TV today at work. Uh, it was a, a like one, just like the daily White House press briefing with Jen Psaki, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the reporters said, uh, "Can you update us on the location of Major?" <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes. And uh, she was What'd like, she, 
She was like, as we know, uh, Major has had some uh, behavioral problems in the White House. Uh, he has spent time uh, in Washington as well as in Delaware, which is a more familiar environment mm. to him. And uh, that is all we will say. <laughs> L- like, literally, I was cackling. I was like, because they were just like, Afghanistan, 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 Afghanistan. And then this one reporter the dog? just fucking like, like whatever, the, the dog? Like, yeah, where, <laughs> they killed where, that where's, thing. Where's Major at? Yeah. <laughs> they like, put him to pasture. I was. I, I was yeah, <laughs> he's gone. That's he's, where Major. They is. don't need him anymore. No, that's how they're going to. Uh, I don't say. I cut that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this Joe is how, how they're going to that. beep. Joe beep. Yeah, beep. yeah. Uh, this is how they're going to get back at Joe Biden. They're just going to put him in the bathroom with Major. They know he'll like get all wet in the shower, pull his tail, <laughs> and descend to grave. his foot up again. A pile of dust immediately. Mm-hmm. The CIA is going to plant Major in the White House like they planted, you know, poison in Castro cigars. <laughs> exactly. They they just have a bunch of other dogs attack Major on his way to court for killing the president. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and when they interrogated the Rottweiler that did it, he went insane. Couldn't <laughs> yeah. testify after that. Jack Rufy. Breaking, noted Harvard bitch Lawrence Tribe thinks Sirhan Sirhan must stay in prison because he's going to be a threat. He's going to go on the street and start murdering people. (laughs) How old is this guy? Sirhan Sirhan is 77 and Lawrence Tribe is 79. (laughs) So honestly, he's younger than me. He has the advantage. The through line there is he (laughs) thinks he could do it. So (laughs) (laughs) he thinks Sirhan still could. I've but killed anyone. Did, so that's the circle of life, isn't it, folks? Welcome to Boomer Death Squad. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back to Boomer Death Squad, the number one podcast on the Balkans desk. I am <laughs> your host. <laughs> yes. Joey Oz. I don't know. Oz Joe. <laughs> uh, my name is November 29th, 1963 memo from FBI Director J. Edgar Hoover to, quote, Mr. Danny Bush of the Central Intelligence Agency. And I'm joining the CIA to attain the ethnically ambiguous uh, gray beard and sunburn <laughs> to erase any identity of my former self. You're learning Arabic, and the first thing you're learning how to say is, uh, I am a journalist. <laughs> <laughs> Keir Starmer says that uh, Britain's going to hold the Taliban accountable. <laughs> yeah, we read an article about it last week. <laughs> No, but I'm saying he's saying specifically like Th- he, he's putting out those tweets that are like the ones left yes. quote unquote politicians <laughs> yes, in America put out, which are like uh, retweet if you would like to go to the doctor. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> needs to do something about this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, folks, uh, if you couldn't uh, fucking if you couldn't gleam what we're talking about from our introduction here, uh, we're talking about the CIA. Uh, specifically, uh, one guy, <laughs> one man, Mark Polymeropolis. <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> so I was I was just on Twitter the other day, and I was scrolling through some replies. I don't know. It was about Afghanistan or something. And there's this guy, <laughs> Mark Polymeropolis, <laughs> talking about, uh, I, I don't know, how he was, like, personally offended by... The withdrawal in Afghanistan. <laughs> and, I don't know, it looked like he his, his pitch on Twitter seems to be that he's like like a, a right-leaning liberal intellectualist. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, he's Perfect. about like mental health stuff. As an operator, I am Afghani. As an operator, <laughs> I am Iraqi. As an operator, <laughs> yes. I am Venezuelan. Yeah, so he's a retired CIA agent and a Twitter warrior. Uh, <laughs> he is described... On it's it's this website called thecipherbrief.com, <laughs> which basically just it appears to be a website that he uses as an OnlyFans for like op-eds. Like he writes a bunch of op-eds, and you have to pay for them. 
So pretty soon, that's just going to be the only thing on OnlyFans, too. <laughs> yeah, probably. They're going to yeah. try and attract this guy. <laughs> His uh, talent. This you want to see Mark take it all off? <laughs> <laughs> this is his bio on this website. Uh, Park Polymeropolis served 26 years in the CIA before retiring from the Senior Intelligence Service in June 2019. His positions included field and headquarters operational assignments covering the Middle East, Europe, Eurasia, and counterterrorism. <laughs> this guy <laughs> was, like, very high up in the CIA. And now he's blowing it all up <laughs> on Twitter. Yeah. So he, he started in 1993. Right, wow. So he is, like, literally the character from Burn After Reading, right after the Cold War. Perfect. Just like, just like getting shot at in Somalia. <laughs> <laughs> so it's healthier to kill a video store manager with an axe. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, I can't read any of his articles because of the paywall, but I can read the headlines. Uh, so he's got, he's got a couple hits. He's got uh, a raw deal for the Palestinians. <laughs> Uh, the what most else is new? <laughs> yeah, the most tiresome truths about Syria. <laughs> uh, recruiting spies in the Trump era. Uh, baseball in the CIA. My ten favorite life lessons. <laughs> <laughs> you always got to be in the ready position. Ready yeah. position. Your dad's calling it out. Every dad's calling it out. Uh, and life as an intelligence officer in the age of Twitter. <laughs> well, Mark isn't. In, but he's not making it easier for him. He's got some important opinions, I'm sure. <laughs> and so, you know, of course, with all of these fucking paywall op-ed people, while his real journalistic contributions are barred from people who don't pay for op-eds, uh, you can always read his tweets for free. Um, I'm going to start with his bio here. Retired CIA, baseball emoji. Dive bar aficionado. <laughs> DC examiner contributor. <laughs> at Spycraft Entertainment Advisor. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, we'll get into that. Um, at Sound Off Board. <laughs> Author. Uh, this is the title of his book, Clarity in Crisis, Leadership Lessons from the CIA. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to get that James Comey money. Yeah, yeah. And, he didn't uh, take enough pictures in the woods, like <laughs> pondering. Uh, and he has his website, uh, findingclarityintheshadows.com. <laughs> this is the website in this fucking guy's bio. Findingclarityintheshadows.com. Yes. It's always cool when a website's just got 30 letters <laughs> yeah. in this URL. No way. You really got that domain, bro? Holy shit. So, yeah, he's got a little over 18,500 followers. And a, and a good ratio, too. He's got a good ratio here. He's from Vienna, Virginia. Yeah. Suspiciously Austrian. <laughs> Uh, I thought the same thing. Welcome to Virginia, yeah. <laughs> um, so we will revisit those those links in his bio uh, after a visit to a couple of his tweets. Uh, so the first one here. As a CIA officer, we work with foreigners day and night. Recruited assets, developmentals, <laughs> casual contacts, host country liaisons, and even, yes, friends. <laughs> uh, it's, it's funny. It's like... Uh, yeah, it's great. You and all your friends can get jobs together at the CIA and all be uh, sent to Afghanistan to rebuild the country together. <laughs> right. Getting a job at the CIA right now is the cushiest gig you can possibly get, oh, yeah. as long as they're pushing Havana Syndrome. It's like working at fucking Google and they have a water park in the oh, office. Like, you can I have Havana call Syndrome. Out yeah, <laughs> I have Havana Syndrome. <laughs> yeah. I need to call. It's like chronic Lyme, but you're yeah. allowed to call out from the highest levels of government work yeah. because of it. <laughs> Our role is to know a country to its core language, culture, and customs. So the debacle in Afghanistan hurts because it's personal. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it is personal, the number two of the CIA. Uh, I have a personal connection to every Afghan. I, uh, I am 49% Pashtun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he took an Ancestry and Me test, whatever the fuck it's called. Anse I, think it's, I think you combine both of them, but I like Ancestry and Me. <laughs> Um, uh, here's another one. With college classes beginning shortly, it, it means I get to do one of my favorite things. Guest lecture around the country on the IC. My dad was a college professor, and so I'm sort of walking in his footsteps, smiley face. <laughs> For any profs slash schools out there, hit me up on the DM if interested. 
He's like the cop that comes into your health class to talk to you about like STDs <laughs> and not texting and driving. <laughs> Would you be surprised if the first reply is, come to George Mason University? <laughs> <laughs> and someone else says, I second that. <laughs> Yo, Theo and Sophia probably like fell in love. Like they both go to George Mason <laughs> right. University. They both love Mark Polymeropoulos. <laughs> Uh, They're going to be a polymeropola couple. Yep, yep. uh, I was waiting for one of those. (laughs) (laughs) They need a third. Yeah. Uh, So uh, this is, we're going to end here on his tweets with his pinned tweet. Yes, I wrote a book. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I threw threw a few little words together. I did a thing. Not the typical leadership tome. A lot about humility. Zero on ego. and And a roadmap of leading in the shadows when others want to flee. That was my happy place. <laughs> this guy's fucking insane. Yeah, he's nuts. He's a psychopath. Clarity in crisis. Leadership lessons from the CIA. Hope you enjoy it. <laughs> and then it says, uh, featured on Morning Joe, uh, NPR, CNN, and uh, CBS. Meet your next crisis head on. Order now. <laughs> okay, so we're reading a little. Uh, we got a little bit into his um, his marketing strategy, uh, but now let's let's go back to those um, those links he had in his bio, f- starting with uh, Spycraft Entertainment. He's an advisor to them. I just I just went to their website. Uh, according to their website, they are quote a global production company run by former senior intelligence officers from the U.S. and U.K. and experienced Hollywood producers. <laughs> So every time Mark Wahlberg wants to make a movie about uh, <laughs> just like random random Navy SEAL, they call these guys and have a, yeah. a sit down with him. He's like, you know, I killed a Vietnamese guy once. <laughs> and they're like, it's not what we're here to talk about. Mark. <laughs> People talk about the CIA and like Hollywood, and, and then it's just like, oh yeah, they have a they have a movie firm called Spycraft, where it's just the CIA plus Hollywood, and that's it. Yeah, it's like it's like the, the guys advising on Call of Duty. Yeah, like, this is the equivalent of the no work jobs you can get in like the CIA or whatever. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like how you, the long interviews with Oliver Stone for like what Black Ops Two or something. <laughs> yeah. You get paid less, but you get an IMDb. <laughs> you get an IMDb. <laughs> you probably get paid more. You probably get points. Yeah, <laughs> there's a social credit score for the CIA. Uh, this is the consulting section on their website. We maintain the largest network of senior leaders in the intelligence community across the world. What, what the fuck? What the fuck does that mean? It just means that the U.S. has the most uh, people uh, in intelligence across but the world. They're supposed so. to be advisors on movies. <laughs> like, why? Why? Why are they the largest network of senior CIA leaders? Maybe. Uh, well, you need like a, a you need a rogues gallery, uh, or a, what is it? A, a team of rivals. It is. <laughs> so uh, everyone has different strategies. So you really need that to flavor whichever CIA mm-hmm. character you're making in a movie. Right. Well, this is their answer to the uh, inherent problem of government work, in that at least on the books they can only pay you a certain amount. It's that whole thing where if like right. James Bond was real, he'd make thirty-five grand a year and vote Tory. <laughs> <laughs> they can't disclose the money they give you from the secret Nazi gold bank account. No, exactly. And if you're not high enough to reach that, or let's say you just reached a high enough level or did something good enough where you get your retirement, you get your fucking Nantucket Island if you're uh <laughs> what's his name in Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that fucking Nazi. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, you get to advise on video games and movies. <laughs> you get to advise right. on how the Jeep drives in Captain Marvel or right. whatever. <laughs> the new Nantucket Island, an executive producer credit. Yeah, exactly. There's no difference between this and the construction jobs in The Sopranos. Yeah, CIA is just like the good thing to have on your resume. Yeah, <laughs> we definitely need some real creative types like former CIA agents. <laughs> <laughs> If you need consulting support for projects ranging from cybersecurity to counterintelligence and counterterrorism, we either have the right person for you or will be or will gladly connect you to the right person. Cybersecurity is the best game on the market ever right. since John McAfee created it in <laughs> right. 1990s. Ever since John McAfee created it by allegedly creating viruses. <laughs> it's like literally so fucking cool. 
uh, going on the news and like talking about computer viruses and how scary they were and how they're gonna <laughs> yeah, come get yeah. They paid millions of dollars by just like mid-level companies like grocery change w- chains with 20 stores who are like we need to p- defend our data for <laughs> millions of dollars yeah. uh so then it goes on to list the co-founders of this thing uh whatever uh, spycraft uh and a couple senior advisors and whatever they're, of course, all from a, a diverse background of cabals. And I didn't pick all of them. I just picked, you know, some of the best. Uh, number one, this guy's name is John Cypher. <laughs> Gotta say, I don't think that's a real name. That's the, uh, that's the, the villains in Pokemon XD, <laughs> or Cypher. Uh, he is a foreign policy and intelligence expert and social media influencer. <laughs> His articles have been published in the New York Times, The Atlantic, The Washington Post, Politico, Foreign Affairs, Newsweek, Slate, Lawfare, and Just Security, among others. He regularly appears on the PBS NewsHour, CNN, NPR, MSNBC, BBC, and speaks to corporate, academic, and governmental projects. He is a senior advisor to the Lincoln Project. <laughs> Does now, that still exist? I guess didn't so. They, didn't they gut that and pull the copper <laughs> wire? It's, it's a legal defense fund for that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeff Na- Weaver or whatever. National security leaders for Biden. The steady state and the Council on American Security. So I, I'm guessing every single one of those organizations are now virulent. Virulently? Whatever. Virulently. Virulently. (laughs) Whatever. Not fucking important. Uh, Are now passionately defending the idea of invading Afghanistan again and, like, saying that Biden's brain is melted. Yeah. And, you know what? Speaking of that, uh, maybe that narrative... Let's let's read the next uh, the next item of his resume, shall we? John retired in 2014 after a 28 year career in the Central Intelligence Agency's National Clandestine Service, and now he is just on every single fixture of the media. Yeah, that's the thing about him and Mark and all these people is that they're thirsty little whores, and they <laughs> they, they need they're attention. They're clout fuckers. Yeah, they're fucking clout whores. They 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 can't just retire from the CIA. They have to be on the news and in the media and mm-hmm. have. Cam- cameras on them they need to be social media influencers right at the time of his retirement he was a member of the cia's senior intelligence services uh the leadership team that guides cia activities globally (laughs) like jesus fucking christ like he moonlighted on the illuminati later in his career yeah yeah confirmed bohemian grove member (laughs) his linkedin is fucking fire uh, then there's the second co-founder, a man by the name of Jerry O'Shea, <laughs> who can be summed up with th- this quote about him. A four-time chief of station running some of CIA's largest and most critical missions abroad, he has relished the challenge of service to a greater good in the gray, blurred, and bleary borderlands between good and evil, right and wrong. So this guy was paying uh, Serbian warlords. <laughs> I, I was going to say... The gray in between right and wrong. It's <laughs> called Bosnia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is, they're introducing like a Call of Duty villain. Like, what the fuck? General Jerry O'Shea. It's your job to take him out. And then on the Hollywood cabal front, they have the guy who produced District 9. <laughs> <laughs> and Olympus has fallen. <laughs> District 9, which is a fire movie. Yeah, yeah he's a senior advisor. And, uh, and also just another Hollywood producer freak uh, who cares. Uh, and Mark, uh, our, our hero, Mark Patabalabadis, is he's just a regular advisor, extremely unclear on what the fuck his role is in this thing at all, he, what he would be advising it's, on. It's the tone of the sunburn <laughs> right. and the, the hue of the beard. <laughs> he, like, he looks like it's just like the, the older operator look of like you're permanently sunburned and you have like a shorter kind of graying beard. It's mm-hmm. weird. Bald as shit. The, uh, Terrible sunglasses. The show Dual Survival where they have like a hippie and a, uh, <laughs> and a former Navy SEAL try and survive together in the woods <laughs> with their differing Are techniques. You fucking kidding me? Not fucking kidding you. <laughs> they had one round of them that they fired uh, because they just didn't get along so much. Like the one, the hippie guy wouldn't wear shoes and like I don't know the <laughs> Navy SEAL guy probably would like call the hippie guy the n-word when you get mad <laughs> right, at him or right. something uh, but yeah both of the CIA guys they've had sunburnt gray short beard y- yes 
They should make that show today and just show how like the hippie guy and the uh, marine guy basically believe the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Both voted for Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They they don't hunt separately because they're just talking about uh, how the election was stolen together. <laughs> no, exactly. They're hunting chemtrails. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like the Ghostbusters. They have a fucking vacuum. <laughs> You see that? That's a chemtrail. You gotta watch <laughs> out for those. But chemtrails always go south. You're right about that. So that is Spycraft Entertainment. Uh, whatever he does there. Um, next, the, the the thing that really stuck out to me when I first saw his Twitter was, of course, the website. The website in his bio, FindingClarityInTheShadows.com. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get over how fucking stupid that name it, is. It sounds like something that they'd have like a kind of racist caricature of a monk <laughs> saying a movie. <laughs> like you must find clarity in the shadows. Right. Do you remember that like vaporwave Republican running mm-hmm. for New York mayor who yeah. had that really long like broken website? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of that. Right. Uh, it's his personal website to market himself. I guess. Um, this is like literally he. I guess picked this domain name like he probably put his he bought it himself because well, he found clarity in the shadows <laughs> right. uh the introduction paragraph which i can only assume is written by him describes him as an expert in counterterrorism, covert action and human intelligence collection this guy's really good at being covert <laughs> he's so good at it yeah he's like if dexter was a good guy Mark Polymeropoulos, <laughs> uh, former CIA agent. This is my Twitter. This is my website. Yeah. Here's my book. Yeah. It's my children's names, my social security <laughs> number, every country I've ever been to. Uh, these are our agents. These are Ozzy's father from Burn This After <laughs> Reading Now, but they all like look the, exactly the same. Like, how can you blend in, like, in Prague or whatever when you look like that? Yeah, you're just a, a pack of, like, six foot four, like, kind of muscly, very sunburnt men. Right, and they're all Irish. Yeah, yeah just, like, going to a bar and instead of asking for our martini, shaken, not stirred, uh, Bud Light with ice. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like, a reprehensible drink. They'll just kill you for ordering that. Yeah. Really fucking cool, man. You order a Bud Ice. <laughs> um, Mark is one of IC's most highly decorated field officers and has, ho- and has honed a unique leadership style. Uh, and it ends with, quote, Mark's goal is to pass on this knowledge to the private sector. <laughs> Are we surprised by this, boys? Uh, who can benefit from his unique experiences serving his country in the hot spots of the world. <laughs> Doing his best to get his bag. This is the CIA yeah. version of owning a racist coffee company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, he's creating the hot spots of the world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so after it introduces him, it immediately goes into detail regarding his speech-giving business because he quit the CIA, so now he just does speeches for like probably like $10,000 a pop or something. The, the, he's a lesser Hillary Clinton. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, where he reviews his nine core principles of leadership from his book, Clarity in Crisis. Uh, All were gleaned from the streets of the Near East and South Asia. (laughs) 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 They include win an Oscar, the glue guy. What? I assume that's like the cleaner in Venture Bros. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, the glue guy's a man they turned into glue. After <laughs> yeah, information. Yeah, right. I taught him about determination and never giving up when you don't think you can turn a man into glue. Mm-hmm. There, there was an Uzbek who wouldn't tell us where Bin Laden was, so we turned him into glue piece by piece <laughs> by piece. Uh, and adversity in the PED to success. <laughs> Um, each principle the builds PED upon the next. Penis is entering dudes. Yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, each principle builds upon the next and is designed for real world applicability. <laughs> Mark will teach you to embrace this ambiguity and become comfortable in operating in less than ideal situations. <laughs> this ambiguity. <laughs> the ambiguity of your midlife. Um, okay, so now uh, we go into, you know, we got a couple uh, descriptions of the speeches that he gives. Uh, <laughs> number one being baseball and the CIA. <laughs> um, Mark speaks on the parallels between life in the CIA and baseball. It is an insightful, funny, and personal talk filled with principles such as the need to hit 300 in both baseball and espionage operations. <laughs> How adversity builds character in both worlds, and how you never miss the hit-and-run side when your teammates are relying on you. (laughs) (laughs) 
this started because he was like... Hit and run. What does that mean for the CIA? <laughs> we all know what it means. <laughs> this started because he was at, like, couples therapy with his wife or something, and they are playing, like, a word association game. And mm-hmm. like, baseball in the CIA. And he's like, well, uh, you're on a, a team. Yeah. Uh, you do hits. The field. Yeah, sometimes you yeah, catch. There are a lot of parallels. Yeah, and he's like, I should speak about this for uh, $15,000. <laughs> at George Mason University. Yeah. Uh, coupled with some unique and exciting stories from places like Iraq and Afghanistan, Mark notes that espionage operations strive to do the impossible, just like trying to hit a wicked curveball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hire a bunch of operators, trick them into killing the Haitian president, let them just stay in the country in yeah. an Airbnb. Uh, President of Mali, have him die in the field under mysterious circumstances. Mm-hmm. Also this year. I would love to pay just to hear these stories. Holy uh, shit. Yeah, I bet they know who actually killed Bob Kennedy. That's what I was going to say. Uh, the next I'll tell you for $20,000. <laughs> the next one is titled Life as an Intelligence Officer in the Age of Twitter. Uh, Mark discusses what it was like to serve in this unique time period during the first two years of the Trump administration (laughs) as a Twitter warrior. (laughs) I began serving on multiple fronts. Yeah. (laughs) And it's just, they kept down LGBT extremists by, like, tweeting bi erasure stuff (laughs) every week. (laughs) (laughs) He personally planted a bunch of fake pride flags. Yeah. Uh, he's got a he's got a speech called Current Events. Mark will dive into current events such as the wars in Syria and Afghanistan and the reser- and the renewed Cold War with Russia, <laughs> based on his decades of experience at CIA. <laughs> Pretty cool. Happy to be back. <laughs> uh, next on this website is his testimonial section featuring a. A pretty choice recommendation from former CIA director Michael Morell. <laughs> uh, quote, if people knew the work he has done in the shadows of the Middle East, Europe, and Russia, they would sleep easier at night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I, I am not fucking kidding. This is just like the guy Trump was talking about when he was like, don't we have killers? What are you talking <laughs> yeah, about? yeah. He's like, bones. We played baseball with their bones. <laughs> Uh, and another one from the CEO of Patriot Defense Group and former CIA station chief Brian Scott, which I got to say, probably another fake name. Uh, quote, Mark was not only a top-notch field operations officer willing to take the toughest assignments in the hot spots of the Middle East, he also came to work each day with a relentlessly positive outlook and a Herculean desire to succeed that was contagious. <laughs> a grindset mindset guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, just uh, d- about this cheddar. He is in the clock tower. <laughs> <laughs> he has a Herculean bomb. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, and so that's that's what we got on his website. You know, take all of that. That's him. All right, you know the guy. Um, and so, lastly, what we have on him during my completely cursory research. Like, let me be completely clear. I got all of this from the first three links that came up on Google when I searched his name. Like, I did not look for any of this. The super secret CIA. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I found an article from October of 2020 in NPR titled, A CIA officer visits Moscow, returns with mysterious crippling headaches by Greg Meyer. (laughs) This is, keep in mind, from October of last year. So... He's, like, one of the first guys, if not the first, to start the Havana Syndrome bullshit. And he's fine. (laughs) It's just imposter syndrome. He just met a Gru agent and realized (laughs) (laughs) they're cooler. Uh, So it starts out here. During 26 years at the CIA, Mark Polymeropoulos spent a lot of time in rough places, like war zones in Iraq and Afghanistan. But he never suffered any harm until December 2017 when he was sound asleep at a Marriott hotel in Moscow near the U.S. Embassy. (laughs) (laughs) Quote, I was awoken in the middle of the night, recalled Polymeropoulos 51. I just had incredible vertigo, dizziness, and wanted to throw up. The room was spinning. I couldn't even stand up without falling down. I had tinnitus ringing in my ears. So one thing I, I gotta say, that is way more dramatic than what people are saying now. Yeah. 
but you probably do get tinnitus from just like firing a gun constantly. Yeah, he already had tinnitus. Probably a lot of close quarters and small rooms. Uh, this guy's red meat only diet. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> red meat and whiskey. I'm sure M- whiskey, Coca Cola. Like he's a. G- <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, the Russians are why you feel like <laughs> shit all the time. Yeah, it was a bad. Yeah. It was a bad bowl of plov. That <laughs> yeah, exactly. You down. That's what got you. Yeah, man. Not the horse slurry that you're eating at McDonald's <laughs> or whatever. He yeah. suspected a bad case of food poisoning and carried on with his 10-day trip. The visit included meetings with a senior Russian intelligence official, a common practice despite the long history of tense relations between the two countries and their spy agencies. <laughs> what a cool tidbit. <laughs> the, nice job padding out the words there. Uh, but a second bout hit a few days later. Polymeropoulos canceled his remaining meetings and felt fortunate to make it back onto a plane to the U.S., at the time, Polymeropoulos was settling into a new senior position at CIA headquarters. After many years in the Middle East, he had become the agency's number two official for clandestine operations in Europe, including Russia. Holy shit. I know. It's fucking insane. Probably this guy's just the guy you see in the Donbass videos. It's just <laughs> this guy. He just has long-term sun poisoning from just fucking being... They, they do... Well... All right, so it goes on. But a couple of months after he returned from his Moscow trip trip in February 2018, he began suffering crippling migraines that still plague him constantly. And they do explain here, he was diagnosed with this condition that is more or less just a pinched nerve. That's what he has. It has nothing to do with Havana Syndrome, but he's still kicked off the entire thing where people are saying this now. Yeah, yeah. like we said it before, he's a clout whore. <laughs> it was too yeah. far away. That's why it couldn't stay like Moscow Syndrome or whatever. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like, what, are they shooting beams through all of Western Europe or yeah. Canada? Yeah. How, how physically does this work? But it's like, no, okay, old man Castro's got a gun <laughs> that does this. <laughs> right. This is like DID for the CIA. <laughs> It absolutely Honestly, he, was, is. he was number two in your in Europe. This is, might just be a Brezhnev style like power coup. <laughs> 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 the CIA can get you with the heart attack gun, but if the if you're just kind of annoying, they'll just get you with the nausea gun. <laughs> <laughs> the IBS gun. Make yeah. him want to go home. He's got IBS now. <laughs> yeah. Welcome, Mark. <laughs> Uh, so then the article goes on. It says, medical mystery. <laughs> Polymeropolis is not alone. And this is after they explained exactly what was wrong with him. And honestly, pinched nerve. There's no way for a doctor to tell that. That's just like, you're lying. You're a, you're a guy who's lying. <laughs> I don't know. I think pinched nerves are real. No, yeah, yeah, but there's no way to prove a pinch. Oh, okay. Yeah. A nerve cannot be like, visually pinched. Right. He's just like, scale of one to ten. Um, yeah. You have to go with a nine and a half, Doc. Exactly. <laughs> they have to exactly. go off, like, symptoms and shit. Exactly. Right. Uh, Since 2016, more than 40 U.S. diplomats who worked at the U.S. Embassy in Havana and more than a dozen at U.S. consulates in China have complained of a range of symptoms that also include balance issues, ringing in their ears, and memory loss. More than a dozen Canadian diplomats who served in Cuba in 2017 reported similar symptoms. Uh, I'm seeing a common thread here. They're all colonizers. Yeah, it's a bunch of colonizers Mm -hmm. who aren't used to the heat getting sunstroke. A bunch of gaslighters. Exactly. <laughs> Say what you will about the British Empire, but they would <laughs> they would go there, they would wear the native clothing, they would take a fake name. They <laughs> right. Oh, I've got Rhodesia syndrome. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And now there's spawns in Canada who just have trade with Cuba and don't have an yeah. embargo or like uh, do you like this, Papa, to the United <laughs> States? <laughs> Just th- th- we also don't want to work. Yeah, I might have Havana syndrome. It's a great way to call out, man. Like, holy shit! Absolutely. I, I if I'm bold enough. <laughs> It's such a good excuse when it's just, like, established as a thing that you can do, and then maybe someone will write an article about it. Like They were just saying after going to Vietnam that Kamala was suffering from Havana Syndrome. <laughs> Havana Syndrome is just, like, you whenever... You jet lag. Yeah, yeah, literally. Like, whenever you have a headache, I guess. Yeah, COVID's yeah, gonna I mean, go away and be replaced by Havana Syndrome. Yeah, you know, <laughs> just the CIA agent, the new kind, that haven't drinking water once in their life. <laughs> <or> like, <laughs> yeah, only boba tea. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, Polymeropoulos is the first to link his illness to Russia. Uh, he says a CIA <laughs> colleague who traveled with him to Moscow in 2017 suffers similar ailments. So, yeah, this guy kicked off Havana Syndrome, and he just, like, doesn't have it. <laughs> he could prove Ish. why he has fucking pain, and it's not microwave guns. <laughs> it's not real. The coolest thing our media does... Which is just like, yeah, I guess every other nation has these except for us. Except and we for don't us. even understand how the technology would theoretically <laughs> work. It's like in then, fact, it's impossible. It's like, so what? We've been lapped then? Yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. Lapped we, so hard we can't even get their fucking Yeah, we can't even Google conceive docs. of the issue. Are we not number one anymore? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> First we lost in Afghanistan. Now we don't have microwave guns. <laughs> Uh, in addition, several CIA officers working on Russia issues elsewhere in the world <laughs> have also been afflicted. <laughs> Russia issues elsewhere in the world. <laughs> just, a, just a white guy in a suit <laughs> leading a Kazakh horde to the border. <laughs> a guy who has to smoke meth with a Ukrainian Nazi death squad every single day. Yeah. <laughs> Russia issues. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, aside from Polymeropolis, the others are still at the CIA and have not spoken out. <laughs> There's, this is a CIA Me Too. They need to be brave. Many of the State Department diplomats have been examined at the University of Pennsylvania's Center for Brain Injury and Repair, as well as the University of Miami and the National Institutes of Health. The bottom line, doctors say the ailments are real, but they don't know what's causing them. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what's causing them, but we don't want the smoking gun to be a... Uh... Microwave ray laser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like Hollywood, they're just recycling the old hits. And they have not found evidence of traumatic brain injury. Uh, the article then goes on to talk about how every American traveling for the State Department uh, or the CIA abroad is getting these headaches and no doctors can find anything wrong. Yada, yada, whatever. You all, you all fucking, you, you get it. Uh, with great reluctance, Mark Polymeropoulos retired from the CIA last year at age 50. With great reluctance, that means he just didn't retire. He's just still in the CIA, running Twitter and media operations for them. With great reluctance. That's <laughs> yeah. the Brezhnev shit. Yeah. You never retire from the CIA. Yes. Yeah. Unless they retire you. Exactly. He believes he was attacked during his 2017 visit, but he acknowledges that there's no proof <laughs> at this point. Instead, he just focuses on regaining his health. <laughs> Remember when uh, they were like smoking weed can cause heart attacks and Gary Johnson uh, like <laughs> collapsed yeah, yeah. a heart attack. Someone needs to do and that. And then he earned he earned my vote with that move. <laughs> That's beast. I wasn't old <laughs> enough to vote then. I didn't vote for in 2016. Oh yeah. <laughs> But uh, someone needs to do that with Havana Syndrome. They need to. They need like Jake Tapper needs to get Havana Syndrome live on CNN. Uh, quote, I just couldn't sit at a computer or go to meetings. The, head the headaches were just too debilitating, he said. Oh, poor you. Now you have to retire uh, at I 50. I can't go into office oh. work anymore. It's oh. too hard. I just have to sit here. Oh, I have to retire at age 50 because of my headaches. <laughs> oh, they're paying me my full pension. <laughs> Polly Meropoulos was examined by the CIA medical staff and then by many private doctors, <laughs> but the headaches continue to plague him. After a lengthy back and forth with the CIA, just like sending angry emails to them, <laughs> uh, he was allowed to enroll in a study at the National Institute of Health in Bethesda, Maryland, but it's just a study. What he wants is uh, specialized brain treatment from across the street <laughs> from the NIH at the Walter Reed National Military Medical Center, so they won't let him in to Walter Reed. <laughs> Presumably because they know it's not real. Yeah. yeah, it's fake. His whole thing, it's like, yeah, I get debilitating headaches. Once again, something you cannot prove. I don't even believe this guy's ever had a headache in his life <laughs> anymore. I'm like yeah. anti-headache pill, <laughs> even though I'm sure, once again, he only eats red meat and doesn't yeah. drink water. Quote, I've asked the CIA repeatedly over the last year to send me to Walter Reed, and they have actively rejected this, which to me is kind of mystifying, he said. Well... This, maybe you don't work here anymore, buddy. You don't have health insurance from us anymore. <laughs> well, there's that. And yeah, you want the real shit? Like, go become governor. <laughs> it's it's lost on him, but the CIA is supposed to be mystifying, mm -hmm. <laughs> mysterious, secretive. 
And uh, this is the last paragraph here, uh, pretty revealing. The CIA declined to discuss the specifics of his case, but said, quote, The CIA's first priority has been and continues to be the welfare of all of our officers. Of course, implying that he is still an officer. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's uh, Mark Padopolopodropodopodopodopodopodopodopodopodopodopodopodopodopodopodopodopodopodopodopodopodopodopodopodopodopodopodopodopodopodopodopodopodopodopodopodopodopodopodopodopodopodopodopodopodopodopodopod